Hello, everybody, and welcome to Book Events, the wrestling dream match podcast on the internet. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as, as always, is the bionic redneck, Anthony Hall. That's me. <laughs> the bionic redneck. We all, every week we test out, do I, I say a nickname, and does Anthony know who, who that's referencing? Uh, no. <laughs> that's Stone Cold Steve uh, Austin. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin's nickname? Yeah, that's one of his many. I think Bionic Redneck uh, was some, was a JR coined coined nickname, so. Yeah, but, um, you know Stone Cold Steve Austin, the guy who famously goes like this? That's me! <laughs> <laughs> but we the got a great episode. It's just like... <laughs> we got like, a great maybe, episode maybe, for you maybe, today. Maybe. Uh, because we got a special guest. Yes. Joining us today is the sensational comedian, podcast host, fan fiction master, and all-around sweet dude, Paul J.P. Uh, shucks. Thank you for that, uh, that introduction. Um, for anybody listening, wondering, the, the fan fiction master thing is tied <laughs> to the podcast host thing. I have a podcast where... People come on and read porn, and it's very fun. (laughs) (laughs) You tell it like it is. (laughs) You tell it exactly like it is. Um, But yeah, uh, what's the name of that podcast, and where can people get it? uh, It is called The Pen is Mightier. You can get it pretty much anywhere you would normally get your podcasts. uh, Or if you like, you can go to podcavern.com, because we are a podcast that is under the Podcavern umbrella of podcasts. Uh, Very nice. So there's a lot of great shows on that website. Uh, the best one is my show. Uh, <laughs> just like you know any other podcast place you would go. This yep, guy's trying to get himself over. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's putting himself over. I I guess I didn't do a good enough job. You did a great <laughs> job. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. But. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We got Paul here. He's going to give us his dream match that we're going to book. Uh, if you enjoy what we do here at Book Events, please give the podcast a follow or subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. Come and watch the video version on YouTube. And also, we just started a Book Events Twitter account. So That's it's right. honed in on wrestling uh, so that if you follow the Unknown Era account, you don't get as much wrestling <laughs> but we uh we tweet out you know wrestling memes questions uh we live tweet events like dynamite smackdown raw any pay-per-view um and yeah so go follow that it's at book it vince pod because book it vince of course was taken and of course it's an account <laughs> that has never tweeted a single thing does not follow anyone is not followed by anyone but you know that's just the world right now uh i'm not i'm not <laughs> heated up by it in any way um but anyways now that's out of the way paul <laughs> what is <laughs> what is your dream match for us this week uh, my dream match that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so um, I I will confess I consulted Anthony on this one uh, because I was torn between uh, a couple choices, um, and I think I figured out a way to actually sort of put them together oh. and have one 
and through booking have one of them happen on the way to the dreamiest of dream matches for me. All right. Um, so the dream match that I'm going with today uh, is Alistair Black versus nice. Edge. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, it's so interesting. Excellent. Nice. I like Perfect. it. Just in time for that. The Black Mass. <laughs> there it is. The Black Mass. <laughs> Is there any sort of uh, caveats to this? Like, is there anything specifically that you really want to see happen within this? View? You said that there's, there's, you had a couple of things, and and one could lay into another. So, what's that? Well, uh, yeah. So, I the the other uh, matchup that I would really want to see is one that I don't think a lot of people would call it like a dream match. And it's something that is well within the possibility of, of, you know, things that could actually happen on WWE TV. Uh, and it was, uh, Alistair black versus Mustafa Ali. Oh, um, right. The two of them, they've, they've never, uh, they've been in one match together. They were on the same team in a six man tag, like a couple of years ago. Uh, and my thinking was that uh, a great way to get to, um, you know, Alistair Black versus Mustafa Ali, uh, or I guess Ali, as he's just called now. Um, no, they gave him back his name. They gave him back his name? Good. Yeah, yeah you know, because <laughs> WWE, you know, loves to take and give people their real names. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I thought an interesting angle, a good way to get... Um, I mean, I, I guess basically the way it would happen now to have Mustafa Ali versus Alistair Black is essentially to have Alistair Black take on Retribution, who yeah. suck. Oh. We all know. We all know that <laughs> Retribution kind of blow. <laughs> I um, love. Anth- I love Anthony is so on the money with these backgrounds, and the audio listeners won't be oh, able to. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony was a SmackDown hacker all along. <laughs> It's true. It's Actually, he's damn right true. Me. <laughs> oh, there he is. But that would be interesting because, I mean, you know, like, not that, like, uh, the people that actually write Raw would give a shit, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, you have right now, it's it's Ricochet and Retribution, and Alistair Black and Ricochet were teams, and they won the Dusty Cup together. They did. They, they won the the yeah. dusty classic together as a team. So, so there's some history there. There is history there, which would be really cool if they actually wanted to go that way. But that's what we're going to do. <laughs> that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. So then I guess it's the question what is, is, what is so, Alistair Black's program right now? Uh, nothing. Like what, uh, what is Alistair Black even doing at the time of recording this? Nothing. <laughs> he's, uh, he's I don't believe like the, anything. he's got like the eye patch and like the, the waiter black dress shirt thing going on, right? Like he's like, yeah, um, he's running it. Well, yeah, so he, he had a very short program with Murphy earlier uh, this year. Um, right. Yes, because he, he was trying to defend the Mysterio family. Yeah, and so there was a, a little mini feud of Alistair Black versus Murphy, and Alistair Black won every match. Um. Uh, Alistair Black beat Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Uh, did he? He did in a one-on-one match. <laughs> what was it? Was there any? I don't remember this match. What was? Was it for anything? 
No, no, because Aleister Black hasn't held a singles title on the main roster. What? No, no, no. A a former NXT champion who's basically done. Huh? Yeah. Fuck all on the main roster. It's kind of a. (laughs) His last feud. I know that his last feud was with his last feud was with Kevin Owens, and it was sort of unexplained. It was out of nowhere. Um, and I well, the explanation was that he that Kevin could have come out. And saved him when he got his eye taken out by Seth Rollins mm. and Murphy. He's like, you could have come out and saved me, but you didn't. You were with your family. It's like, yeah, in Montreal, which is like, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> he hasn't, and then he hasn't I been on TV. He, he hasn't been on TV since then. And it's probably, it's probably somewhat connected to Zelina Vega being released by WWE. So, but yeah, um, what if what if he came back and then got yeah. caught up in retribution and then that led to Edge somehow, which I'm very interested to see how this is going to happen. Yes. <laughs> so, Paul, what do, how do you think this would start then? Like, um, what is the inciting incident? Well, so we if we've got sort of the program right now of Ricochet versus retribution, then we have a great way for Alistair Black to um, to come into that angle. You know, uh, Black and Ricochet, you know, they were in the Dusty Classic together when they both came to the main roster. They stayed a tag team. Uh, uh, they had a tag team title match at uh, WrestleMania that year. Uh, they didn't win. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer for me. I'll, I mean, before we get too much into, like, the actual... Um, booking of it i really just i like i kind of want to gush just about how much i love alistair black because for me it was never even um when i was invited onto the show here it was like oh cool i get to think about who i want to see alistair black fight (laughs) Um, uh and like that background uh, honestly a lot of it just despite the fact that i think he's cool as shit uh you know all the heavy metal aesthetic that i really identify with um fucking awesome the entrance f- that they yeah. stopped doing which is ridiculous the yeah the raising <laughs> was so cool in nxt <laughs> yeah yeah um it's also the fact that um that he is dutch uh and i am dutch uh and so for him to be the first ever dutch champion in wwe was uh something that was very very exciting for me when he won the nxt title Oh, I didn't know. Uh, that. I didn't know that there was there had never been a Dutch champion in the WWE. Yeah, never. Wow. Um, he was the first the first ever uh, Dutch title holder in WWE. Um, I mean, Rob Van Dam has like a Dutch name, but, <laughs> but I think he's actually a Dutch person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I don't know. He does like marijuana a lot. Yeah. <laughs> mm. There might be more to this. I'll have to dig around a little later. Uh, we can mark this as the second episode where we uh, ripped on uh, Rob Van Dam. <laughs> RVD, yeah. <laughs> we love I you, mean, RVD. Yeah, I, like, if you want to smoke pot, you should be allowed to. Uh, Hard stance. Let's do it. No, but so I guess, yeah, I mean, that's where we go, go from is Alistair Black comes back to save Ricochet, I would assume. Yeah, to, to help out Ricochet, because I think, you know, Alistair Black can. I think, he, you know, he works as like uh, 
a sort of anti-hero face. Like he mm-hmm. works yeah. as um, sort of like a, a dark Avenger uh, kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, he also works as uh, as like a heel. Um, sort of like when he was doing those little vignettes of like, I am ready to fight anybody. All you have to do is come knock on my door. And it was like, Oh shit, this could be like a cool thing. Stepping up a series of really great matches. And then he had that really quick, but awesome program with Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just stopped that and moved him over to raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it, it, it's sucks that there's a lot of people that aren't utilized as much as they should be but um that's where in our world now we get to create whatever we want yeah so, there are no rules no yeah, yeah. so okay so uh so Mustafa it, Ali, for me, yeah yeah it works as if he you know if he comes in to aid ricochet in a, mm. a battle against retribution but a thought that i had that might be more interesting is if we look at alistair black as like a sort of you know, not quite a heel, not quite a face, um, more of a tweener character. Okay. Uh, and Alistair Black challenges Mustafa Ali uh, to lead Retribution. Oh, I was. This is what I was actually thinking of while you're talking. I went, "How does this all get to Edge? Because Edge has to be a face, or yeah, exactly. would would Edge? <laughs> it had. I had a second here. When I went. What if Edge was the true leader of Retribution? <laughs> uh, I mean, that would also be quite a thing. What, what if rated Edge came R back? stands for Rated Retribution? <laughs> oh God, no! Don't don't besmirch, <laughs> don't besmirch the moniker. No, I I was thinking I I had a quick thought of like, what if Edge was like the Exalted One version of Retribution? Would it actually oh. then make it better? Like Brody Lee made the Dark Order better. Yeah, I think. Well, did we? Uh, we've sort of already had that reveal. Yeah, I guess when it was revealed that Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali, yeah, is exactly, like the leader, and then you know maybe it would be interesting of like, oh, but also there's even somebody like above me, and it turns out that you know this whole time that Edge has been gone, he's been running Retribution from like behind the curtain. It could be interesting. I it, I, I do kind of like the power dynamic struggle thing of of uh, Alistair Black like challenging to take over. Where it's like he comes and saves Ricochet, mm-hmm. uh, but then it's like I only came back to save you to then get to my ultimate goal, which is then to lead this group of people to do ultimately what I want. Like, I really love Mustafa Ali. I don't know about you guys. I love him as like what he's actually trying to do is great. They're just not giving him the opportunity or the potential. Like he Mm. did a, he did a promo on uh, raw talk where he was just basically shitting all over legends night. And it was such a good promo. And it was like, true, it's like what his whole thing is like, when am I going to get to walk on the path that they paved for us? And it's like, that's so, that's so, this is so good. Why is not, why isn't this happening? Well, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like, brilliant. And then, so then, there's but then, an angle there. 
yeah. of you know retribution can take on edge if that's yeah uh like if that's their ethos that's their philosophy then Mm -hmm. you know they should be going after you know these returning legends or like part-timers so is it alistair black uh betrays ricochet or is it just that he's like it's that walking that line of like i'm stepping in to stop this rivalry so that i can get what i want which is to take over retribution and do truly fulfill what ollie's really trying to do yeah does he betray ricochet um what do you think anthony we've been we've been talking and i'm like anthony doesn't really say anything i feel bad that that would be like such a uh that'd be such like a russo swerve for like alistair black to come running down the titan tron you're like oh my goodness he's gonna come save his dusty classic partner the person he came to the main roster with and then he comes in and just like black masses ricochet in the face (laughs) immediately (laughs) immediately and then attacks uh mustafa ali i mean yeah that that would like really solidify the sort of um like tweener uh like sort of anti-hero character uh, that we would be trying to push Alistair Black into if he actually did come um, and he wasn't saving anybody. Yeah, if he wasn't saving anybody. And then sort of, you know, that could be, you know, Alistair Black joining Retribution, immediately making them more dangerous. Yeah. Uh, former NXT champion, uh, like, is now joined the fold. Um, that's... <laughs> That's to me a big deal. I don't know if that's a big deal to anybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it, it, I think it is cool. A especially if he doesn't have a shitty mask. But that's like one of my yeah. biggest things <laughs> with retribution is that they all have such shitty masks. Yeah. No, it's uh it's so it's hard to also I I the big thing for me is the names. The names are like there's the idea of retribution could have so much potential, but then you give them names like Slapjack, yeah, and like and, <laughs> and a and a, paper, and a paper plate mask, like, yeah. <laughs> but like Mercedes Martinez is in my me Yim's names are great. I love Reckoning and what was supposed to be uh, Mercedes Martinez's name. I think was uh wasn't Revenge. It was an R. It was an R word that was like I think it was retaliation. Yeah, that's what it was. Retaliation. retaliation. Oh, it was it was retribution. And retribution had a member who was supposed to be named retribution. retribution. Like what yeah. if one what if one of them was named like instead of Mace? What if it was Rage? Or like what if yeah. it was Riot? Or I mean, there's the Riot Squad, but whatever. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's, don't know. there's so much potential. So okay, so Alistair Black re-debuts as duct tape. Oh no. <laughs> Guys, I have to leave the episode now. It turns out I came out with the worst idea ever. <laughs> but so, okay. We have, you know, we're continuing the program uh with uh Ricochet against Retribution. Um Ricochet still says no, Mustafa Ali. I'm not joining you. Um <laughs> And then Retribution keeps beating him up and maybe it gets escalates to a point where like they're going to really hurt him if he's not going to join. Because l- lately it's just been, you know, oh, we beat you up. 
that's what you get until you join us. And that, but it's like, what if like they like, like it's an attempt to like break his legs or something like that. Or yeah, like, like with, they're, they're going to break his leg at which point or arm or Alistair something like Black that. comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he shows up. You know. And if Alistair Black, like he runs down and let's say like he, he like clears out the other members, like he maybe like hits uh, like slapjack with like uh, some sort of kick, or he like pushes Mace outside of the ring, and uh, he hits T Bar, and then Wouldn't it's it be... just him and Mustafa, and he pushes him in the corner, and then Black Masses Ricochet. What? But what? Aligning. Yeah. Wouldn't? Wouldn't? Wouldn't Ricochet? Wouldn't uh, Alistair Black Black Massing the biggest guy? t-bar and just knocking him out would that be the coolest like visual of just like holy shit he knocked him out with a kick (laughs) yeah that would be pretty cool so okay but so he's running down he pushes slapjack out of the ring he like kicks mace and then mustafa in the corner and then T-Bar is left as like the man out right to T-Bar and he's like looking at Mustafa Ali and you're like oh damn is he coming for Mustafa Ali next and Ricochet is like slowly like recovering and like getting out of the little like I don't know like it's probably like a chair trap or something that he has his foot in and then he just <laughs> spins a kid black masses Ricochet right in the face as well and it's like oh god so many I kicks. Guess, well, I guess then what would happen, right? He does all that. He betrays Ricochet on mm. on the spot, which is a big deal. Mustafa Ali then like comes in to like be like, "Oh, so you're with us?" Would he then do the exact same thing to him? And then it's revealed next <laughs> week that he's challenging him to take over Retribution. I I think that's one option. I think. For me, maybe a better option is uh, sort of more of a slow burn right. uh, kind okay. of angle like we had mm. when Randy Orton joined Wyatt family. Right. Okay. So he so he um, joins, and then the internal struggle of who's the true leader, sort of like what's going on with like uh, uh, Jericho and MJF right now, where it's like he's you know mm. making nice with everybody. And it's slowly getting to this point where you're like, is he suddenly going to be like, and I'm the leader now. Also, sorry to audio listeners. The internet connection is uh, a little iffy right now. So (laughs) there might be a little delay. But anyways. So, but yeah, so I think that's a good way. And then we get uh, sort of that, that, build um you know there's tension we can uh start building story and we can maybe get we can build up retribution in this time and they start going after uh you know like maybe veterans on the roster people who have been there um like for a super long time, like they they just mercilessly kick the shit out of our truth. Like everybody oh, no. loves him so much, and they like destroy him. Um, like I think that's a really a really good it way to be, get heat. Is 
Yeah, it would be very, 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 very entertaining to see like one of those like classic bullshit, um, like 24 seven style chases where like everybody is running after our truth and then our truth just like runs into where retribution is, you know, either having a meeting or congregating and they just absolutely destroy him and then destroy the 24 seven championship. Like, yeah, that would be that would, oh, that would be the perfect way to get that comedy title out of picture. Well, I like it. <laughs> I don't. I don't have really a problem with the twenty four seven championship, but but how much heat do you think it would get if this like heel stable destroys the belt? Like it's just like is no longer a part of the program because they they are so annoyed by this, and like they should be the ones who are causing havoc and. Um, doing <laughs> shenanigans instead of this like well, stupid belt, and then people just like chasing around our truth. That they they get so bad that they they beat up our truth first and foremost. So they like they like cut the the belt in half. Like yeah. bring back call the chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> call the Rob Brokowski. So I'm just so I'm looking at um the raw Ross right now, and okay. it's it's interesting. There's not a lot of people who have been there like really super long like r-truth literally is the like the person who's been on the roster for the longest time because everybody else is is like people who have joined the other mm. the only other one would be mvp but everybody else i guess kofi oh, kingston MVP. Kofi, That's... Kofi, even is kofi the, i'm not sure like i think yeah. of as like a, hardy like, jeff hardy is another one i was thinking like Je- yeah jeff hardy um you know randy orton yeah, those are the only like people that have uh, been there for uh, that long. Retribution. I know they're like they made a big deal about them signing contracts and getting drafted, and it's like, well, they're just an official thing and everything. But wasn't their whole thing like they could show up on any show and just start wrecking shit? Yeah, bring that back. That should that yeah. should definitely be brought back. Is that the fact that they are not bound to a specific show? Like, sure, they have wwe contracts now but like their retribution they shouldn't even care about contracts like yeah legally like they their employees and, yeah and they, they can just they, go wherever yeah they fuck with Rey mysterio over there and then once they're done with him they come back to raw and start messing with uh is randy orton on raw yes yes sure and then that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, guys. <laughs> bring no, back yeah. chainsaws. Bring, bring, bring back like the forty extra dudes who are just like running around <laughs> and like right, yelling yeah. and have baseball bats. <laughs> but no, I think that's a great idea. Of um, yeah, you get this short program where it's like you, you can then get like a really good. Um, Alistair Black versus Ricochet match, that which that would be dope. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's hard to say. I don't want to. I don't want to bury Ricochet, but like we're trying to build Alistair Black up to be like this force. So you have to have some casualties along yeah. the way, which then maybe that will cement the thing of Ricochet going back to like NXT or something or switching shows and then getting a fresh start or yeah. whatever. Um, but, um, it's just like, he helps 
put Alistair Black over as this like dominant force. And yeah, then you have this slow build of them taking on people, all while within that you show this power struggle of Mustafa Ali versus Alistair Black. And within that, like it's hard to say because it's not like you have like like I think where the magic of that feud would be or that build and story would be on things like raw talk or on things like uh, it's hard to do backstage promo backstage stuff because right now, I, unless Alistair Black comes in and then like they let him have the ability to do like give him the mic and have him let, let him do promos where he like <laughs> takes this certain turn with retribution where it's like, instead of like Ali's thing of like, like I'm going to talk to you and I'm and this is what we want and like spouting this sort of like rhetoric of you know what their master plan is instead it's like trying to sow seeds of him taking control like it's very nuanced sort of a thing um, just because they're not really a group that like you know sits there and talks (laughs) and I think a way to sort of push the power struggle is like maybe Mustafa Ali doesn't always accompany retribution um, like to the ring and whatnot. Like I think there could be some matches where it's like Mason T-Bar versus um, like Andrade and Garza. But instead of uh, Mustafa Ali being ringside, it's Aleister Black. And like every time Aleister Black is ringside, they win. But every time Mustafa Ali is like with the, the group, they, they somehow get distracted and lose, and it's like always sort of Mustafa Ali's fault. Yeah, or like you could have them tag team, like and have like Slapjack, Mace, T Bar, like tag team individually with Alistair Black, and like maybe it's even a thing where like he, it's kind of like it's he's still a heel, he's still a bad guy, but he like is doing good things for his team, where like he lets them win. He lets them, he sets them up for the pin and he sets, he sets them up to win instead of like selfishly sort of thing. And then you have that side of Mustafa Ali where he's like kind of selfishly trying to get wins. Or then, yeah, he's like uh, yelling at his, his uh, team members to do better. And then you can cut that with like maybe a, moment or something where it's like Alistair Black like being really encouraging to his his uh, people which ultimately is building to like them becoming minions of him as he's becoming the ultimate leader <laughs> yeah because <laughs> but, he's like he's gaining their trust right like let's say like fucking Slapjack and uh, and Mace are in a tag match against um, like Miz and Morrison <laughs> and I love Paul's Mace- side just said the names <laughs> Slapjack, just, just like Shane Thorne. His name is Shane Thorne. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we can, add, like, we can add like one more person to that. Like, let's say that's like Miz and Morrison Maybe. and and some other random person versus like yeah, yeah. Slapjack, Slappy Jackie. Hey, maybe maybe that's one more way. Alistair like gets on other good sides. He gives them their real names back. <laughs> Yeah, that oh you yeah. Mean, maybe. I don't have to be called T Bar anymore. <laughs> like, nope, you can be Yeah. Can that be would be really again. that'd be really cool if he if he like he he black masses like Morrison and then like instead of going for the pin, he turns around and he's like, Shane. And he like he 
he like gets Slapjack's attention and like tags him in and then Slapjack like doesn't know what's going on and just like goes with a pin and gets the win and that like that in ring psychology terms would be like oh I'm getting yeah. like my confidence back because I get my name back I, I'm getting like, like I'm credited with the pin for this match. Like you could you could even then have like them win and whoever's ring announcing is like and the winners are uh Slapjack and T-Bar and then uh, Alistair Black grabs the microphone and says no the winners of this match are Shane Thord and Dio Madden and like they feel confident enough to like take <laughs> off their masks even and then oh, they can truly like, be who they fucking Slapjack. are yeah he's like cha- he's manipulating from the inside the group and he's changing things and Ali doesn't like it yeah and like they can still be retribution without the masks like, they can still just like wear black and like even have like the black eyeliner that's would, would have been underneath the mask and stuff like that like they can i guess they could slowly transform back into themselves with this yeah. sort of like i understand why they did it because it was the whole idea of like the an- anonymity of like trying to destroy wwe from the inside and it made right. sense but then they stopped doing that and now it's more of just like up and comers trying to mark their place within the wrestling world it's like well do you want to be known forever as slapjack or do you want to be known as like (laughs) as as your name like so but so okay so that then leads to ollie versus black yes yeah versus alistair black at some point and maybe um and you know this will be like that could happen at like extreme rules or TLC. Like it's, uh, you know, like a, a serious business kind of match, uh, for control of retribution. It could be like um, a last man standing and, match. Yeah. And, uh, and the rest of, uh, retribution, like sort of get involved and take sides. Maybe, you know, yeah, like some of them all like side with Alistair black, like maybe one of them, you know, sides with Mustafa Ali and if Aleister Black wins and takes control, like that person is ejected from retribution. Maybe they end up back in NXT. Uh, oh, that'd be good. They're free to if, do something else. Like, yeah, I think if Mia Yim and Dominic Dijakovic aligned with Ali, that gives like uh, an out for Mia Yim to like be ousted from retribution and then go back to NXT and like be good again. And it also allows like Dominic Dijakovic to lose his mask and be just Dominic Dijakovic again and inject himself into, I don't know, like the intercontinental scene or something like that. Whilst um, Alistair Black gets to keep Shane Thorne and Dio as his like smaller retribution. Yeah, and maybe they yeah. start recruiting. A, sort of, a split faction. Yeah. That's the thing. Is they get new people. I, I want I definitely love that idea. At the same time, it makes me sort of go wouldn't certain people in the group wouldn't certain people uh look at Ali as if they were holding him back? Like, but I think I think at the same time you can kind of say that for every single one of them, where like Ali has been uh like yelling at like Mia Yim. Uh, when she was losing, when she f- started wrestling, finally wrestling on TV. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard for then for me to see any of them sort of stick up for 
him. I honestly like your like the names of how you split them. I would actually reverse that because okay. who are who are we having win in this scenario? We're having Oscar Black win. So then who's going to get elevated with him? Yeah, and and he and right now where right. we're kind of booking right now where we're kind of booking is that he is giving them the freedom through retribution to be who they truly to be are. themselves to find their true meaning still taking over and still and still trying to stake their claim within the company right. by taking out legends or by challenging you know the um the old ways uh and it's like who better to do whoever to better to do that with than like uh, someone who could eventually be a women's champion and someone who for sure should be a mid card title and eventually, um, you know, world champion Dominic Dijakovic. I like Shane Thorne. Mm. I don't know. I'm not the biggest Shane Thorne person. He could definitely be a really good mid carder. <laughs> uh, Dio Madden is, uh, is great, and I really want to see Dio Madden versus Brock Lesnar one day <laughs> <laughs> so he can get his revenge. But it's sort of like, you know, stacking the deck in certain ways it's like who would stick up for ali who would stick up for uh alistair black and i i I think yeah that that's what i would say is having those two because that would be a great faction of those three together okay agreed agreed okay so now where do we go from here let's say so how does so so now how does edge get (laughs) yeah (laughs) well um you know edge is out right now yeah (laughs) Um, but he's going to come back great. eventually, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. We hope. Um, and, you know, uh, Retribution are continuing this uh, crusade against, you know, maybe uh, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, um, maybe John Cena comes back. Uh, oh, no. Not John Cena. <laughs> no. Beep, 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 beep. No. Yeah, and they and they and they beat him. Uh, oh no, they beat. How could you beat, beat John Cena? They beat John Cena, thus avenging the Nexus. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> I'm quickly looking up something, um, but you guys continue. <laughs> I saw a a. I saw a John Cena pop uh, figurine uh, at okay. Dollarama for four dollars, and uh, I might go back and get it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, it was, so it was then, a word. It was a word life one. It was like he's like doing this. Oh, nice! And I'm like, Hell oh yeah. shit! I should go. I should go buy that. So I guess. So my question is: Is the return of Edge immediately into the or into the Alistair feud, or is Edge going to do something before? Hmm. Well, like, way, where did Edge? Where did Edge leave off when he got hurt? He got hurt in that like too long match against. You mean you mean the greatest wrestling match ever? Oh, (laughs) right. No, that was that was after. That was after. That was after Mania. The Mania was the last man standing match, and then at is the one that was too long. And that backlash was the greatest wrestling match ever. The greatest wrestling match ever, which we were our all mocking going into the match and then it was actually pretty good <laughs> it was good it was a good match it was definitely better than their match at mania but it wasn't oh, the yeah. greatest wrestling match ever it obviously wasn't the greatest wrestling match ever <laughs> <laughs> okay 
So he he was in the greatest wrestling match ever. Got hurt. Coming back. I guess he would go after Randy Orton, probably. So Yeah, they've got unfinished uh, business going on there. So I just looked up. It took me a little sec to look this up. Because uh, I remember when Edge came back, he went on Corey Graves' podcast uh, and listed a bunch of guys that he really wants to face. Um, mm-hmm. He said AJ Styles, Cesaro, okay. Nakamura, uh, Matt Riddle, Ricochet. Oh. oh! And so I was thinking, like, it's we've done it before, so maybe we can put it on a new, like, put a new spin on it. But it's that sort of thing of comes back and is like, I'm ready to face some new blood. You know, I'm ready to face like the people who are going to lead this in this business. Um, And he can pick guys like, you know, Ricochet or like Cesaro or like Nakamura. Um, And maybe it's a thing of Alistair is then going like, okay, you want to face you want to give opportunity to the people that are going to lead this business, then leave, you know, and then, and then he, yeah. and then maybe it t- he takes it as like, well, you didn't list me a, um, but if you actually want to give opportunity to these people, don't wrestle them and beat them. Just leave and let us wrestle. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, it occurs to me that like, of all those people edge elicited like almost all of them are above the age of 40. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Styles. Yeah. <laughs> Styles Nakamura. Nakamura. <laughs> Except for Riddle, of course. Yeah, Riddle. Everybody's favorite stoner. Flip flop man. This episode is brought to you by Bro Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite Wait. brand of donuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I like that, that it's like that. <laughs> that maybe Edge wrestles Bro Nuts Riddle his first night back. He beats him. And and then the Alistair, Black. Black. Alistair Black comes in, Black masses Riddle, and Riddle leaves WWE forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super hot on Matt Riddle. <laughs> I, I was at, at one point. Let me, I'll be completely honest with you guys and say that I really enjoyed his work in NXT briefly. And I was like, yeah, he was with Pete Dunn and they had that stupid like golf cart. Um, and they were like, <laughs> they're the broser weights. Like I was his, like, oh, this the is problem, yeah. the, the quickest side of the problem with Matt Riddle right now is that he had a good gimmick, just like how. Ha- it's a gimmick that you don't need to make nuance. You don't need to make deep. You just need to do it, which is what Orange Cassidy is so amazing at doing. It's just, it's a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Just do it. But then he comes on TV and they go, okay, we can need to write this long explanation of why he doesn't wrestle in shoes. <laughs> Instead of just going, he just doesn't. He just why? doesn't. It's fine. <laughs> He just doesn't. It's not oh, it's because deal. when I was a child, I walked out in the snow and I froze my feet so I can't feel anything. And I just like, I just feel, no, fuck, stop it. 
Also, like, anyways. he is allegedly a pretty shitty person. So it's like anyway, that really yeah. that really turned it for me where I was like, oh, I I don't like you now. And all your promos but, um, just sound like me trying to explain why why things are cool when I'm really high. Just like, oh, well, actually, it's because historically Pablo Honey was Radiohead's shittiest album, but they really found their sound after they realized they didn't want to make songs like Creep anymore. Like, and that's why it's called the Brodeo Head Brain Buster. Brodeo Head? <laughs> the, it's, like, it's called Randy the Brodeo Randy Bro Head. It's Randy called the Randy Bro Head. Oh, Lord. Bro- okay. Broken Computer. Yeah, Broken Computer is, is a great. <laughs> My favorite album by Brodeo Head is Broken Computer. <laughs> But uh, okay, okay so radio <laughs> cover band <laughs> get back on Broke track. Well, uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, we have been sidetracked. Edge comes back. Yes, yes. He comes back, and he and in nah, I don't think you should feud with Randy Word. I think it should get to like I'm back, and I want to wrestle new people, mm. people I've never faced before. And you can have really good, respectful matches with some faces and some heels. Um, and then it leads to, you know, uh, Alistair Black uh, uh, suddenly showing up and black masking his head off. Yeah, you're like, right you're like, why? Why? Edge is so loved. What about everyone? His neck? Loved Edge. Yeah. yeah and, what, and what about his neck? Didn't you think <laughs> yeah. about his neck before you kicked him in the chin? <laughs> were you, were no. you just twisted his head around with your kick? Think about his family. Think about Beth Phoenix. Think about his family. Think about Beth, his. Maybe at that point, Beth Phoenix comes back, and we get Beth Phoenix versus Mia Yim or something. Oh, very good. You're very, good very good. But so, yeah. All right. So then, the culmination. Obviously, it's. Uh, Alistair Black, you know, his reasoning behind it is that we are the future. We need the spotlight. We need to give be given our chance. But, you know, and it's it's what Ali wanted, but it's he's taking his his approach. Yeah, he's taking his approach, which is by taking out legends, by actually taking out people who to his idea get way too much. Uh, time and so that's and so it's like yeah he, he immediately attacks Edge for that and I guess yeah he cuts a promo or there's a special where he just lays into legends why Edge shouldn't be there um, and yeah, then, maybe it's Survivor Series he beats Goldberg in 10 seconds <laughs> like that that you just, pretty, you just want, you just awesome. want Al- Alistair Black just to beat, just to ask <laughs> <pass> Goldberg. <laughs> Get out of here, never return. Spot, oh, that Alistair Black versus Goldberg is not my dream match. <laughs> 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 yeah. But that would that be crazy though? Like, think about like Goldberg like in the corner loading up for a spear, and then he's just running towards Alistair Black, and he, he just runs straight into a block mass. Yeah, <laughs> you could have you could have leading up to this, where it is that time of Alistair Black taking on people is he 
it's tricky because it is still walking that line where you're like, I love Alistair Black. Oh, damn you, Alistair Black, where he like takes out people's favorites. But then <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if he had a match with like Randy Orton to be like, I am now the true legend killer. Like it's it's a patching of passing of the torch to a new generation yeah. of wrestlers where it's like you are you are now the legend killer. So and maybe maybe yeah, that yeah, could yeah. be and that, that makes sense too because if if he becomes the true legend killer and he's the one who's beat Orton, then it makes sense that Edge be like, Well, if you want to kill legends, you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah. Then- <laughs> With the black mask. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think then just go straight into just like, boom, there's the rivalry or what sort of spots can happen over the course of like a month or two that leads to whatever their match is going to be. Hmm. Uh, I think, you know, we get edge versus various other members of retribution. Uh, And edge, you know, is beating them in the build up to whatever pay-per-view we're getting this match on. Right. Who else would so so we have people going with uh Alistair Black to continue retribution. Yeah. But who we, else would join? Brief, we yeah, exactly. We briefly mentioned like picking up new members. Who do you think should join this new retribution? Who is um, who are some other NXT call-ups that have not been doing anything that would make sense? Chad Gable floats around a lot. I'd like to see him. Yes. I'm a big Chad Gable supporter. I love Chad Gable. I, I, I agree. Uh, heelish Chad Gable joining Retribution would be cool. Yeah, um, like Chad Gable, like, and he can do heel. Yeah, he can do it all. Um, it's essentially anyone who has been held back from like their full potential is the idea. It's and so it's like Apollo Cruz. That would be interesting. <laughs> That'd be very interesting. Yeah, he, sh- uh, he showed he showed heelist tendons or t- tendencies when he faced uh, uh, Big E this past week. Right. So uh, that, that'd be interesting. Um, maybe, maybe you know, we get a, a short angle where Alistair Black tries to convince uh, you know uh, Andrade to join. Is like you were NXT champion, like. You and I battled for the NXT championship back mm-hmm. in years ago. And, you know, look at look at you now, like the opportunities that you deserve and that you haven't been given. But maybe like Andrade yeah. doesn't want to join. Uh, so they have a fight and. He kills him. <laughs> and he, and he sure. kills Andrade. He, Andrade he leaves. Kills and as we've seen with all the other matches, they leave WWE forever. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I really like Andrade. I want Andrade to stay for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want him to succeed. That's funny. Maybe it's yeah, like, I, I yeah. Think Andrade would be like a good member of Retribution. I think he's who he is 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 fine. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Humberto, okay, so. Humberto Carrillo as a member of Alistair Black's Retribution wouldn't be too bad. You have someone to yeah. get beat up. <laughs> Take bumps. Oh, oh man! Oh man! <laughs> now we're just we're we're putting it with a group just to then downplay them and bury them. No, uh, yeah. 
No, but I think I I think in that story you you have people join and you do that thing where it's like you make them win, you make them get good. I don't know. Maybe it maybe retribution gets the golden prophecy. You know, it's it's uh, of just holding like all the titles. It'd be crazy. Um, but yeah, I think then to get to um, I think maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Beer can, can knock, beer can get knocked over. <laughs> but then it's like, okay, now we got the edge. Now we got edge, and we got Alistair Black. Yes, this this is the matchup. This is the, and I mean, you know, it, it, this doesn't even have to be you know the the final point on Alistair Black and Retribution's journey or anything. It's just. I really like Edge, and I really like Aleister Black, so I want them to fight. Well, it makes uh, it makes sense in terms of the the storytelling and the current sort of direction that Mustafa Ali is trying to push Retribution in. That of that, like making opportunities for the people who are in the company, not the people who are returning for one night only. And Edge, as much as we love him. He's not a full-time guy. He's a no. one-night-only kind of guy right now. And even when he comes back, he'll be a you know, he'll main event one pay-per-view and probably go away for a while. So it makes sense that they they duke it out and and really see like who owns you know Monday Night Raw, who 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 owns the future of the WWE. Is it returning stars for one night only, or is it? real talented individuals who have been dominating the division um, in several different workhorses workhorses um yeah high no wor- high work rate spot monkeys <laughs> 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 but I, yeah i think i think uh you know you have you could have this build up and maybe it's um you have moments where Obviously, these two can cut if given the opportunity. Obviously, Edge can. Uh, uh, amazing promos. And it is this then thing of storytelling, this old versus new, which is a classic thing. But, you know, the side of Edge is that he's like, I only have a few more years in me, a few more matches in me. I'm not here to take anyone's spotlight. I'm here to elevate people. You know, I'm here to give them a a chance to prove themselves. If they can beat me, then they are, which is kind of, yeah. which is, it's kind of it like that can then get taken and twisted by Alistair Black to be like an egotistical thing of like, Oh, so if people can beat you, you, you just can't help but have that spotlight. You can't just help, but, but steal it from us having our opportunities or whatever. While like you can yeah, see it even from in the way, like he's bringing it up and talking about it. Yeah, you, you know, can, you can see out, it's about you. You're the centerpiece of this. Yeah, you can I see like it where Edge is. You can see where Edge is coming from. Where it's this idea of like, you know, people are gonna look at me and they're gonna watch what I do. And if I bring in someone like a Chad Gable, you know, mm-hmm. who and I and I face them, then that gives or a Ricochet like that gives them the spotlight. 
and like you know you get the rub off of of my popularity onto them and if they showcase their skills then it elevates them but then yeah that can get twisted and turned into something negative which would be a great battle back and forth but i think we have to have at least one or two things within this of inciting it because you gotta have drama you gotta have drama <laughs> mm, um that's monday night raw baby uh what does retribution do to edge they kill him <laughs> and he leaves wwe forever <laughs> um, i mean that can be the ending but what is it to get him to like because it because it's not that exciting to be like he attacks him he says i want to fight you and edge goes yes gotta have something gotta have drama gotta, i like it was, it was one of you two mentioned like edge even calling them out uh mm -hmm. but, but i but i like that angle that that you've proposed of like you know like even in the style of like the john cena us open challenge which was so great uh of edge like you know is showing up like an open challenge and people come and wrestle him on on raw and then uh retribution come knocking at his door and at that point maybe you know we get like uh you know them calling out uh beth phoenix as well and then it would be fun to set up a matchup between like beth phoenix and mia yim um oh imagine they're in the ring edge is face to face with alistair black and they're exchanging blows back and forth of word like words and then mia yim steps up and grabs a mic and then says something heinous about beth phoenix and then all of a sudden beth's music hits and she just storms down the ring and they just Ooh. start brawling Everybody, <laughs> they start brawling christian comes back again for one night only to get killed and then we never see it <laughs> yeah that's what, that's what i was thinking i was like oh do we bring do we bring christian back into this and let him get uh, a kick in the face at pretty much what happened exactly with randy orton <laughs> right here we're this is essentially we're just doing Randy Orton again, but with <laughs> Alistair Black Alistair instead, Black. Of Randy Orton. instead of Randy Orton. Well, <laughs> I think I think then what needs to be the difference is you have this group who has been terrorizing, trying to terrorize WWE for a while, and they have done things of like destroying property or whatever. You have that group mentality. It's like, well, what if they do something to Edge? To like try to permanently put them out where it's like but you do it you know you do it on a grand scale where it's like bring back something like the the limo explode explosion uh, destroying the car uh like something like crazy like that like where it's like alistair black truly just wants edge out of the picture and he has his cronies do like something really powerful on oh. screen that's just like Ooh. damn like uh uh oh shit is edge okay and of course he makes the big comeback and you know all that stuff but i, th I thought of an image that might be really cool as you know like he like they're you know after a match with uh where edge is like taking on somebody else and they like have a great match and you know edge like just pulls out the win against yeah maybe cesaro or somebody they have a good match like handshake and then retribution jumps that jumps them all um and we get the we get the beat down edges you know he's overpowered by just numbers and um and they set him up like in a chair or something where it's like oh they're gonna fucking break his neck 
Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. They're going to bring him back. And not like, you know, the Seth Rollins with his foot on his neck. Like, yeah, John, you got to bring back the authority. You know, I'll do it. John. <laughs> <laughs> not like, that. It's like, oh, fuck, this is actually going to happen. Yeah. And then like, and then we get Alistair Black, like, um, you know, he goes for like his springboard moonsault that he does. And it looks like he's going to like moonsault onto the chair. Mm-hmm. and break edge's neck but instead he doesn't land on the chair he lands on the canvas like cross-legged like oh, okay like he's classic and oh. does and right there and he's like you see how close like you see i could have ended it for you right there so oh, like, this is your cool. last chance for you to voluntarily leave before i make you it could yeah. be cool if there was like oh that's so that's crazy if there, if, if if that was a, a like a reoccurring thing, like maybe once or twice where it's like, he does it once just to send us, send a message and he does it again and comes yeah. that close to like, I'm going to put you away if you don't leave. And then it's finally the big match of like, I mean, I mean it would, it's hard to say it would build up, build up to this thing of like leave WWE forever, but could definitely be a thing of leave and then he comes back later yeah. like everything so that's what happens. Alistair Black wants, right? Yeah. Um and I think it's great to show then Alistair Black's like ruthlessness with that mm-hmm. where could even maybe not directly to Edge but like to like Christian or someone where or even to Beth <laughs> where I, it's, feel, I feel bad doing it to Christian though because that's all he ever comes back for now is I know. to get his ass but I, I'm like, just yeah. thinking of like I'm just thinking of like having Aleister Black like I love it when wrestlers like get where you don't know if, where they look so angry like enraged where their acting skills are being pushed to the limit of like just foaming at the mouth like wanting to really looking like they really want to hurt someone and like you can have Aleister Black do that where he's ordering them to like basically really hurt someone and put them out for good and you're like oh shit he's he's serious <laughs> yeah the retribution attacks edge and throws him into a dumpster and then the rest of retribution slowly empties dvd copies of money plane on top of edge <laughs> just <laughs> filling the dumpster full of money plane and then <laughs> they light the dumpster on fire and Edge narrowly escapes. Narrowly escapes death in the yeah. <laughs> money plane inferno. The thing that almost killed his career for real, money plane. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelsey Grammer's there. And the other yeah, people he, in money plane. It's Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. That's... And that's enough money playing referencing for this episode of Book of Is so that ever enough referencing? <laughs> Welcome to our Money Plane podcast, where every week we watch Money Plane and <laughs> talk about it. Every week is the more and more elaborate build up until we get to talk about Money Plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, to cap it all off, we have the match between Alistair Black and Edge. And it's obviously on a pay per view, it's hyped up to be a big deal. Hmm. Who goes over? Mm. It's got to be Aleister Black, right? Or does Edge win? Like, I don't know. It's... I, think it, I think it has to be Aleister Black. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I think for me, it's got to be Alistair Black. And and in this scenario, for me, sort of the the end point of of retribution possibly is, you know, way back, all of this started when Alistair Black, like, broke Ricochet's leg or something, and he was maybe out for a while or goes back down to NXT to sort of get his legs back underneath him. You know, Ricochet was a North American champion. Maybe he wins the NXT title, and it's like, uh, and challenge put me out. So Alistair Black, who in the interim has like become Universal Champion or something. And then we get versus Ricochet for the title, and that would be really cool. A very smarky kind of. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. So, yeah, so I guess Alistair Black would go over, and as all of this has been happening, you're right. It's like Ricochet has been rebuilding himself up, and then maybe the next pay per view is Money Plane in the Bank match. <laughs> Money Plane. <laughs> <laughs> fighting on the ladder for the, <laughs> the suitcase. Yeah, it's a ladder it's a, it's on a, a plane. Suitcase. Yeah, it's a it's a little plane shaped suitcase, and it opens yeah. up inside. It's money inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> yeah. It's just a special edition <laughs> version of Money Plane, and uh, and if you have it, you can challenge for the Universal Championship. Lovely. Yeah. So then the, on pole. and that is how the <laughs> Alistair Black versus Edge match would go. <laughs> but all, on a pole match. Yeah. Would, uh, th- this is actually <laughs> funny because it's really going to tie into our question of uh, <laughs> question for the week. Uh, but anyways, uh, I would I would think that the Alistair versus Edge would match would be just. It would be brutal. Like it's. Mm. It's always hard for us to like do a play by play of a of a match just because we're not like, you know, we we are wrestling fans, but like we're not wrestlers. So we didn't we don't we can't like you know talk about the beat by beat of how like a match would go. But you do know like their moveset, you do know their their signatures. And it's like kind of like how we said that, uh, you know, Alistair beating um, Goldberg would be done. It's like he goes for the spear and then in the middle of the spear, he just gets his head kicked off, you know, but I still think it would be a great hard hitting match full of emotion. And you can have Edge bring out his ruthless side. You can you have you show Alistair's real power and potential. And it's a last man standing match, right? That's what we decided on, that it's a last man standing match. I think the last man standing was we had the stipulation for him versus Ali for control of. uh, Right. Okay. right, right. Maybe it's just like your standard, like no DQ falls count anywhere or. Yeah. uh, Greatest wrestling match ever. Ooh. Long play build. You have it's just a regular wrestling match, right? Edge gets Mm -hmm. put on the shelf. Then. In like six months after Alistair Black has become WWE champion, Edge comes back, WrestleMania match, hardcore match, and then you just have these two destroy each other. 
Oh, so they wrestle again? The feud is oh, not yeah. over. It'd be interesting. You, but you build because you build Alistair Black and Retribution to be this like top faction. You build them to be a champion, and then it's like, okay, now is the point where like he reached the top. Now we can kind of whittle him back down to be, you know, to to have other feuds and have other things, and like, and right. that way it's like he get Edge gets his revenge. You get like this like awesome. Uh, Hardcore match between the two of them, and like it, there's all this storytelling behind it, and like, but you build that way after the fact. Mm-hmm. This so. is a, this is a, a long feud. We got some long term. Yeah, it's a lot of long term uh, storytelling that I don't trust. Paul, can you? As soon as it catches up, Paul, Not can you lose patience with? Uh, uh, sorry, the Wait. internet sort of cut out there for a hot second. Can you say what you were saying again? You don't trust. I, I don't trust WWE to do that kind of long-term storytelling. Uh, <laughs> Anthony made another money playing joke, and <laughs> but I, <laughs> I didn't even. Did you actually? I did. <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So Paul, Paul is like, I don't trust uh, WWE to do the long-term storytelling. And I was like, yeah. And I don't even trust the writers of Money Plane with that long-term storytelling either. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. That is Edge versus Aleister Black. The build, the the the... The build of Aleister Black to become one of the most dominant forces in WWE. Yeah. It's really like the the episode was Aleister Black takes retribution and fulfills Ali's prophecy. How Aleister Black can become WWE champion. <laughs> yeah. In reality. That's what I, I want to say. Yeah. In reality, what's going to happen? Who knows? Is who Aleister knows? Black's contract just gonna run out and then he's gonna go to like anywhere else probably who knows we don't know but that's the beauty of book events um mm-hmm. so to close out the episode we have our viewer question and we also have our match recommendation um so there our question this week uh as always you can submit questions either we reach out on social media and ask for questions there or you can always submit a question by going to our website www.unknownerafilms.com slash book it Vince. Submit a question there. Uh, or you can submit questions in the comments of the podcast. Uh, this one this week is uh, kind of ties into what we we're sort of saying, which is really funny. Which <laughs> the question is if you could invent a gimmick match, what would you <laughs> what would you do? So I guess Anthony's answer <laughs> is <laughs> money playing money on a pole match. <laughs> money playing on a pole match, baby. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I can't believe I burned the money playing on a pole match for this question. <laughs> Damn. I mean, what hasn't been done? It, it's okay. it, yeah, that's the thing. Like the on the pole is always a is always an easy like go to. How about um, this? It's a it's a match. Uh, it's like a battle royal, um, and then you face the Miz at the end to be the new lead of the Marine movies by the WWE. 
Ooh. There you go, yeah. Last Marine Standing. Last Marine Standing match. <laughs> I mean, I think um I think if I, I think if I were to invent a gimmick match. Um, um it's trick yeah. That is really tricky. Um, like, does it have to oh be God. good? Because, like, obviously, no, it can just be bad. Like, like queso, queso match. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mimosa mayhem queso mayhem match. First person to get to dump the other one in a giant bucket of to buy a giant vat of cheese. Enormous <laughs> yeah. vat of hot melted cheese. <laughs> No, oh. I think that match would be pretty fun to do. <laughs> wow. Nice. I'm going impo- to do in post. I'm going to add tomorrow <laughs> in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked on our uh, holiday episode. We in- we came up with the buried alive in snow match. Oh, yes. I like that one. I still think that that's, that's hilarious one. where you just have them wrestle outside in like freeze. It'd be, it'd be so not safe, but like it, it's freezing. There's snow outside. You could fake it probably. But but they can wear snow gear like they could have um, like outdoor wear versions of their ring attire. That'd be kind of cool, actually. So. There it would go. be easy to market in WWE Supercard. There you go. You could do you could do that, or then uh, action figures with alternate yeah. costumes. That'd be cool. So we're but, just giving WWE ideas just to print money. We just point. give we just give everybody ideas because everybody listens <laughs> to this podcast and steals our ideas. Tony yeah, Khan, all of uh, no. the book bookers of the world. Oh, uh, I've got one. Nice. Uh, so instead of uh, Hell in a Cell, it's um, Hell in a Cell. And it's a match where they have to wrestle on a standard-sized NHL hockey rink. <laughs> <laughs> on ice. Oh, yeah, oh you, you could have... Uh, it's like this uh, uh, stadium stampede match, but instead it's in a hockey rink. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Hell and Basel? Tell us about like Hell Margarine. and Basel. So it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's just, there's butter everywhere. It's just the ring is just greased with, with Basel margarine. And, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all. Oh, that'd that's be, all so, be so bad for their skin. <laughs> Covered in butter. It's the Michael Nakazawa, yeah, Ma- Michael Nakazawa and uh, and Hornswoggle in a Hell and Basel match. Uh, uh, you could do Bell in a Cell, which is, you know, you've it's like a thirty minute Iron Man match, but instead of wrestling, you're uh, sat at a desk opposite the other wrestler at a desk, and you're trying to negotiate the lowest price for a like all included internet cable package. <laughs> for the highest like megabit speed is the winner yeah perfect you're trying to get customer retention on you're like hey can i speak to the customer retention department 
It's like, oh my god. I love that's it. That's like that's a top rope move. <laughs> I love it. Uh if you have any uh gimmick matches that you wish were real or that you want to create, please let us know online. Uh and if close out the episode, uh we have our match recommendation of the week. I'll say that again. Match recommendation of the week. Uh and so Paul, what is a match that you think everybody should go watch? Um, well, uh, I have spent this entire thing talking about Aleister Black, so uh, my recommendation is Aleister Black versus the Velveteen Dream at NXT War Games. Ooh. Oh, was that nice. for Was that when he was uh, champion? No, it was it was before he was champion. The, the whole thrust of the feud uh, was essentially Velveteen Dream trying to get recognition from Aleister Black. Uh, by basically forcing Aleister Black to say his name but because Aleister Black oh. is freaking amazing. Really, really good. Yeah. Very nice. Do you, that, do you remember? That is a good match. Which take? Which takeover? Oh, it was War Games. It was the first War Games? Uh, War Games in uh, 2017. Nice. So yeah, go watch that. Yeah. Oh. That is a great match. And Alistair Black versus Adam Cole is also really good. I forget which takeover that's on, oh, yeah. but that that had that crazy spot where uh, Alistair Black <laughs> um, was doing the off-the-apron moonsault thing, and, <laughs> and Adam Cole kicked him in the face during Adam the moonsault. Cole, Adam Cole just is so good at kicking people in the face when they're flipping. There's that amazing gif of him doing the exact same thing to Ricochet. Where Ricochet's doing a, a moonsault and Adam Cole just kicks his head off mid moonsault. <laughs> but so uh, perfect. Yeah. Well, we'll end mm. the episode before the internet completely drops. A <laughs> 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 little, couple little issues, but it's all good. Um, anyways, so yeah, there we go. Watch, go watch uh Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream. On our website, uh, we link to all of our match recommendations, so you can go watch that. We also are going to start tweeting about them as well. Um, but yeah, there we go. Thank you so much, Paul, for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and I got to talk about uh, a guy who I feel like more people should talk about. So, yeah, always fun. Perfect. So, oh yeah, dead. Watch out, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get kicked. Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, where can people follow you if uh, they want to see what you're up to and see what you do? Oh, boy. Um, uh, I would say follow uh, The Pen Is Mightier on Facebook. That way uh, you get updates about new episodes being released. Uh, there we do like little polls and surveys that influence like bonus games that we play on the episode. Uh, or on uh, various future episodes. Uh, if you want to follow me personally, I guess you could do that at, at @realpauljp on Twitter, um, where I don't really tweet a lot about what I'm doing, except for you know updating progress on my New Year's resolution for 2021, which is to do more fucking. Awesome. And, Perfect. Uh, so far, As... it's not going great, but I remain optimistic. Hey, you have oh, yeah. you have, you know, three hundred and 
uh, uh, 49 days. So, yeah, and I, and I appeared on a fantasy booking wrestling podcast, so that should really help my odds with the ladies. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we do it for. But go follow Paul. Go check out his podcast. Uh, you can, of course, follow everything that we do here at Unknown Era Films uh, by following us online and checking out all the content that we make over on our YouTube channels uh, and also just following us by looking up at UE underscore films. You can follow myself online at Barton underscore minute and you can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And also don't forget to follow our Twitter account at book at Vince pod for all of our live tweeting shenanigans. There you go. Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, have a safe and amazing week. Go watch some wrestling and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.